That's it. You and me. We're building castles in the sky and podcasts on the airwaves. Well, I think this is kind of an important episode um, for just the two of us. Uh, because it really, because the reason that this podcast even happened was because of our topic this evening, which is COVID. Um, mm-hmm. It is well, sort of COVID. It's not just COVID as far as the disease, but it's like what ifs, right? What do you mean? Well, I didn't think it was going to be, I, I didn't mean for it to be necessarily about COVID and a perhaps deep look into the disease and what it is, but I meant, how did COVID change the course of things? Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was, uh, yeah, as you can see behind the curtain, folks, uh, sometimes we don't really talk through our topics, and, uh, <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it has been a crazy two years um uh, well two plus years now so um so i will ask you um art uh mm-hmm. what is the um how have you changed since it started you know obviously there's one very big change uh yeah. but i'm not sure if there's anything else you would care to talk about yeah <laughs> i would say it's interesting to think about how um we did this for Two years, right? And this is, I can't see, <laughs> time has flown by in such a crazy way. It's hard for me to really look back and, and imagine. And I think it's because it's just staggering to realize that we have done this so consistently, patting us on the back here, uh, for two years straight. Um, how Things a lot, a lot has changed. And I'm not talking about just having a kid. Uh, I think me as a person has changed in that my view and, and uh, my pursuits have drastically changed in these uh, two years. So I was and still am uh, a very creative person. I enjoy creativity. I enjoy uh, playing in the sandbox that is creativity. And most of that was usually in the realm of film and theater and performance and some in writing and other podcasting, obviously. But uh, I sort of had this, uh, to quote Smee from Hook, apostrophe, uh, a couple of years ago, probably right around the same time that, you know, or just before the podcast, and it really galvanized for myself in the beginning of the podcast, that, you know what, uh, I enjoy doing some of those things, but that's not who who I am, and that's not going to define me. So the biggest change has been the full acceptance that the the dreams and impressions I had as a young kid of being an actor as a career, and being in movies and cinema, that's just not going to happen. That, that's not reality. It's not my reality. Uh, and the acceptance of that. Now, that might sound paltry, but if you've ever known somebody who truly is into that and goes after that, that that's a kind of a big, big shift um, for a person. So well, that's a huge change, and it, I feel like I don't want to. I don't want to demean other people who are pursuing it by saying I grew up or whatever. I think that I just found focus for myself that wasn't there. So in the last two years, um, even being having having been relegated to stay home, uh, that actually ended up being a boon because it really did help me look at what was around and what was happening and what that meant for me. And I feel that I'm better for it. So that's a big one for me. So I have to say, um, you know, to to never give up hope. Um, the reason, as far as your 
as far as the the dream you had of, of going out there and making it in, in like the movies and, and whatnot, because look at, who you know, look at the old lady who played Rose in Titanic. You know, what I mean, you know, you I'm know, pretty she, sure she's been lady. acting for a while. Right. <laughs> oh. Oh, she was. Uh, I, I don't know her. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was a British actress. Well, 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 well. You've been acting a while too, so I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and I'm not in Titanic, am I? I don't know her from shit. You know, I mean, so, so I just know, I, I just know that she played the old lady in Titanic. That's what I know her from. You know, it's it's like you know, and and look at Clint Howard. You know, if Clint Howard can make it, anyone can make it. Hey, look, remember, Clint Howard, though, had a brother who a baby brother who was, you know, not just he's been acting since a child in as Opie and then going on the happy days and then became a fucking Oscar winning director. He, he's nepotism's on his side, my friend. <laughs> you know, speaking of the Howards and, and and I really hate to take this off topic, but, but I'm oh, just, uh, before I, you do, I just want to let you know that. The woman who played Rose, old Rose in Titanic, she has been an actress since 1932. Okay. So uh, she'd been I, around. I've heard of her. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe if you would have so watched Murder, She Wrote, or... I did not. Or perhaps The Incredible Journey of Dr. Mel Laurel. I did or not. Or The Waltons. Or no. The Three Musketeers. Or... Oh my God, excuse me. How about Gold Diggers of 1935? <laughs> 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 ah, she was in The Invisible Man. When did she die or, or was she still alive? Oh, she's dead. No, yeah, she <laughs> died. She, dude, she died in 2010 at the age of 100. God bless her, man. That's awesome. Yeah, she was hot to the very end. Uh, but I was going to say about, you know, Ron Howard's daughter, yes. uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Is that how? Oh, yes. Is? Yes, okay. Bryce. They... <laughs> photoshopped her ass she was in jurassic world they they actually i i, I actually saw a picture a picture comparison of her on like the red carpet and then her in the movie and they made her ass look smaller and i was <laughs> it was just like i was that's the first time i've heard about it being done that way and not vice versa like you know what i mean so yeah it's like, that's interesting because look I, I make no bones about this i find her to be a very attractive woman oh 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 yeah she's gorgeous and it's yeah. it's uh so it's funny that they would want to uh, hide any of her attributes like that so oh well um so what has changed about me um i think you you know what i'm going to talk about already art um bbj actually it's not just BBJ, I really started cooking during the pandemic as well. And I've become, you know, look, I'm not a Gordon Ramsay or like anything like that, but I'm uh, I'm pretty damn competent in the kitchen. I, I make some really good meals. I'm getting better with spices with, um, you know, I, I don't uh, under, you know, my knife skills still need some work. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're bringing out of, the chopped words. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of knowledge on missing here, but I'm pretty, but I'm pretty happy with the stuff I make. And, uh, um, not only that, but, uh, oh, as far as jujitsu goes, that is, that has changed my life, man. It is, um, you know, it's, you know, we joke about a lot here on the podcast, but I've been doing it for close to two years now. I'm, um, I'm, uh, getting pretty close to promotion um to my you know it is one of the slowest promotion 
I think a lot of people quit. In fact, one of the jokes about jujitsu is, is that, you know, every belt there's like, um, you know, like the next belt I go to will be a blue belt. And there's a thing called the blue belt blues because people will get there and are like, wait, I have to do this all over again. And this will be another two to three year journey, if not longer. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, there's literally five belts and, you know, I'm at the, you know, I'm, I'm on the fourth stripe of my white belt now. Like I said, uh, the next step is blue. And it's, uh, it has just been an unbelievable journey for me. Um, I, I had a competition last week in class where I had four matches, um, one, two via points, lost one via points and lost one by submission. And I, I got like a stinger in that match too. Uh, plus I have this huge bruise on, on, on my leg right now, a huge uh, hematoma, but it is, but I, I wouldn't change it, man. It is the, there's nothing like, you know, competing with these people who are, you know, and like the brotherhood and sisterhood involved it is just it's changed my life and they're such great people um uh i haven't had a close kinship like this with people probably since college to be honest with you so it's uh it, it's been truly life-changing for me bbj nice <laughs> i like it good glad you had that there so let's let's do a little uh thought experiment here joe covid did not happen. How would things be different? Do you think that this podcast would even be a thing? Do you think BBJ would be a thing? Hmm. Uh, this podcast would probably not be a thing. Um, I would still be going into work five days. Um, right now, I go into work only one day a week. Um, so, you know, I know people probably want to throw stuff at me right now but it's uh but i'm very fortunate in that sense that i have you know that i can work from home four days a week um and i wouldn't have had that um if not for covid because our last commissioner was a gigantic asshole who um who stopped all telework so um you know i don't know if i don't know if he would have still been there or not and uh it's uh so it's um BBJ, I think I would have tried. Um, I still think I would have found that eventually, maybe not as early as I did, uh, but I would have found it um, at some point. But yeah, my uh, my life would be completely different. And it's uh, it's kind of weird to think about, you, you know, what is that alternate timeline like out there where uh, where it, it didn't happen and we're and we just kept on going on. And like, here's the thing, like before this art, we probably talked what, like, once or twice a year, something like that. You it know. was not. Yeah, it was not as often. Yeah, yeah. And 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 one of the reasons, you know, we we've always been really good friends. You know, I consider you one of my best friends, if not my best friend. And it's like it's it's, and uh, it, it, but you know, life changes. You know, you're out on yeah. the west coast. I'm here on on the east coast because of COVID. You know, Zoom became popular, and hey, that that's one of the ways that we're meeting right now. So it's, uh, it's weird to think about that alternate timeline, but, um, in a weird, like, I'm not glad that the COVID happened, obviously, but I can roll with the punches. Yeah. I, I would imagine for myself, 
that um, it, it is it is a bit mind bottling as uh, as um, I don't know thinking Ricky Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights would say that um, to try to imagine what life would be like had the before times been the all the way through times because in a lot of ways I feel that the two years lost it was a bit of a penance paid for for benefits you know that that we didn't know were coming now look i'm not deluded and i know that this is incredibly difficult for a lot of people if not everybody and i i fully admit that i'm a very fortunate person joe you're a very fortunate person that we were able to maintain our jobs we were able to maintain um our living situations and keep everything going it was not easy for a lot of people a lot of people lost a lot of things so i'm not trying to be deluded and say that it was fucking easy for everybody no uh, and I'm sure that, in fact, it's been a blight that had it not happened, people, many people's lives would have been better. I can only speak from where I stand, and I think that maybe it's just silver linings sort of thought processes here, but I feel that this actually is the brighter timeline than had it not happened for me, in that, uh, at least within work, yes, it was great to be able to spend time at home. It sucked getting COVID. That was not fun. But it was great to have time with my wife. I could work on some projects from home. Uh, this podcast came out of it, which in turn led to my other podcast. It got me back into the podcasting thing, which I hadn't done since 2007. And most importantly, I think it allowed me to flex certain skills at my job via remote that otherwise I would not have had the chance to do. And if not for those... I wouldn't have the opportunities to try and move and migrate and advance within the company that I, if, had I stayed the same place before, if this wouldn't have happened, I would have been doing the exact same shit. And I don't think anything would have changed. We wouldn't be talking as frequently. I wouldn't have reconnected with anywhere near as many people. And I think that, you know, I think life would just, I think this, this stoppage in a sense allowed and pushed for me to move if that makes any sense one of the sayings i love is uh you know one man's rose bushes uh, another man's thorn bush mm -hmm. so i mean it's like you know we we made the best of covid if that makes sense i mean you know and like you said a, a lot of people were were not so lucky you know i think over was it over a million people have died in, in this country alone and it's yep. uh um it's it's incredibly sad but i mean but but we well there should be no buts you know, you know we were fortunate in that things worked out for us and that we have this uh platform in which we can talk and bullshit with our friends and you know and have a, and have a great time with each other and it's um and a lot of people were not so lucky but i think that uh I think we did a pretty good job of uh, seeing our way through the pandemic. I remember um, when it first started, um, you know, and, 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 and I guess we can talk about this as like a topic here as well. There was a basketball player who I believe was just traded actually. And, you know, this was the first moment that I was really scared shit. He um, all at once, you know, and, and I don't really watch, much basketball but i was you know i was browsing twitter or something and they said hey this game has been suspended and you know that you know and people were like 
what the fuck is going on? And they're like, you know, this guy tested positive and they showed him like two days positive, excuse me, two days prior. And he was screwing around with reporters. You know, he was at the stand and, you know, there were all these microphones there and he's, oh, yeah. he's like, oh, I'm going to grab all the microphones. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horseshit. And, and then he got COVID. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. This guy was just screwing around making a joke of it. And look, he's, he's got COVID and now, the NBA has completely shut down, not just this game, but all games. And it was like, you know, and then, you know, and then it was another sport and then it was another sport and then it was another sport, you know, and then it was this and that. And I was just, and it got to like, you know, I got to thinking like, you know, is this going to be like, like one of those, um, like, I don't know if you ever saw the film contagion. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we watched that at the very beginning of this thing. (laughs) I know somebody else who did that as well. Yeah, we're like, hey, we need to watch Contagion. And then I went back and reread The Stand because of this. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, it was scary as shit. And I was, you know, I I was going to the grocery store with like two masks, you know, two like dust mask or oh yeah mm-hmm. whatever called you know plus gloves on and like all this other shit and it's like you know you're walking around and it's like you know there's hardly anyone there the the only thing that is consistent about every store is that like all the toilet paper was gone and it, it, yeah. it, it was it felt like it was pulled out of like a like a like a like apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic movie or something like that you know it it, it, it was really scary yeah. um what did you like? I mean, what did you think? What was the first moment that the first time that you were kind of like, oh, shit? Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think back to what that was. I feel like um, it's weird. It It's it, it, there isn't I don't have the um, I guess I don't have a, a clear moment of. Oh, shit, except for when I think the company said, okay, so nobody come in on this day starting this day, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, but what stands out more in my mind is the memory of knowing that less than a week prior, we had gone out to dinner for my wife's father's birthday. And we went to this Italian restaurant here called Michelli's. And what they're known for is they have these waiters and waitresses who just walk around and they will just break into opera and Mm. sing Italian opera. And this place was A-packed. And then you have all these people singing in an enclosed space very loudly. So, you know, saliva and breath going everywhere. And all I'm thinking is like, oh my God, we were there like just a week ago and this shit's been happening, (laughs) you know? And, And it was just the stark contrast between that being one week and then a week later, everything being closed. Yeah. Um, I think that was, that was, um, that was the, the big thing for me was that 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 memory there. And I remember that exact time that, um, you know, it was hitting Europe pretty hard. I think it was hitting Iran pretty hard. And it was like uh, in Europe, in Italy, if I remember right, mm-hmm. was countries that was really hit hard. And like, you know, they everyone was quarantined at home and like they had, you know, speaking of opera, opera singers um, who were singing from from like their balconies for like their neighbors and such and i was just like holy shit this is you know you know it hadn't happened here yet now i'm one of those people with with hindsight and such you know and and i don't want to sound like a conspiracy 
theorists like that moron uh marjorie green you know in congress oh yeah (laughs) but but i but i do think that code was here earlier than people think it was you know what i mean it was oh i agree i i agree that it was around and because of its pure purely because of its unreliable or unstable or unpredictable nature you know some people are asymptomatic other people have just allergy-like symptoms or small cold symptoms and then you have other people who go into a fucking coma and lose limbs yeah um so it's all over the place and i believe yeah it was here and it was just spreading quietly before it really you know caught the attention of what's happening uh you know i i don't know if i'd go so far as to say it was here for many 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 months i feel it was here earlier than reported but i think it's yeah. here probably in the fall because i i find it hard to believe i think they say it started in wuhan you know china mm-hmm. that um you know any anything like this is not going to stay contained for long it, it's going to escape it's just the way it is you know what i mean and it's and it's not like you know it's not like back with the bubonic plague you know what i mean you know where you know people were traveling by a ship and such like you know planes and like everything else it was probably here in fall of 2019 because hey covid is called covid 19 because you know it you know that's the year it like originated you know so it was uh it was here much earlier which leads me to to my next question and um and Art, we've, uh, you know, we've talked in the past, so I don't believe I'm revealing a secret right now. Uh, if, I am, if I am, I guess you'll just, uh, you'll just uh, take this out of the, uh, out of the episode when and you post don't it. Don't be but, rude. Uh, but you had COVID. I did. Uh, yeah. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you did. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm drinking. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, no, but, um, but the thing is, is that, you know, I have never been diagnosed with COVID, um, you know, I am of the mindset that if you haven't had COVID, quote unquote, haven't had COVID, you probably have. Because here's the thing is that, Art, I get sick at the drop of a hat. So it's, I find it really hard to believe with the amount of people that I've been around the past few years, including a lot of sweaty guys and girls who I'm grappling with, you know, rolling around the mat with, um, that I've never gotten it. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, so I'm thinking, unless you're that lone Japanese guy who after World War II, you know, was marooned on an island for like, you know, a decade or two. I thought the war was still happening, yeah. Exactly, you know. Unless you're that guy, probably you've had it before now. What do you think? <sighs> you, I would like to say now that, you were just asymptomatic is what I'm no, saying. No, no, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I feel that there are a lot of people who are asymptomatic. Um, I feel like by the numbers, that would just make sense that a vast majority of people probably have already picked it up. Um I, I, but at the same time, I, I can't just, I guess, purely because of a statistical view, not, not everybody has, you know, there's plenty of people who are isolated, um, not because of paranoia or health precautions. They just stay the fuck away from people. There's isolated communities. There's, I feel like in highly populated areas, I would not be surprised if it had affected 
percent of the population, ninety five percent. You know, I feel like uh, it's it's affected a vast majority of people, and we just don't know it. And the only way to know is if every single person went and did the you know first just a blanket test to see if they had asymptomatic a case active or and then do a uh, antigens test but the problem is you could have very well had it been asymptomatic and then the antigens or antibodies just left your body you know because they exactly. only stay in there for like four to six months or whatever um so yeah i i feel like it's much more prevalent than people say and there's really no way to know we'll never know i think it's just a fact of life now and uh you yeah. know i was watching uh i think it was cbs news this morning they're saying eh, in two years or so this will just be it, it it'll be well i think it's endemic now but they're saying yeah. you know it, it, but they're saying it'll just be um you know it'll just be like the common cold because you know we'll have reached um what do they call herd it? herd immunity uh, and thank you thank you herd yeah. immunity with it evolving and changing and um I know that we're treading into <laughs> in slightly dangerous territory here uh, by, you know, uh, for, for triggering certain people or whatever. Uh, look, again, not trying to, you know, take away the severity of what this whole situation was. A lot of people died and a lot of people got very sick. I was fortunate that my case wasn't wasn't as bad as it could have been. Wasn't a fucking walk in the park. your ass. Yeah, it wasn't a walk in the park, but, it, you know, I didn't have to get intubated. But at the same time, yes, I think that this is evolving and changing to a point where it will be something we have to live with. It's going to be around. It's going to migrate down to something, like you said, like the cold or the flu. And hey, you know, for anybody out there who's suddenly, you know, starting to feel a little hot in the collar, under the collar and, and clenching your fists, you know what? There were always and always will be and always have been immunocompromised people who if they got a regular fucking cold, they would be terribly at risk so it's not something new with covid it's been around that's if you're immunocompromised you're immunocompromised it doesn't matter if it's fucking hay fever or the cold or flu or whatever or covid it's going to be dangerous so that doesn't change the calculus the fact is this is now something new in our world and we haven't had to deal with it for a hundred years you know we've had small outbreaks here and there but the spanish flu is the last big major global pandemic and Hell, you know, look at history books and history papers, and you'll see it's a carbon copy of what happened now just without the internet. People wearing masks, people thinking it's real, people thinking it's not real, people deriding this, that, and the other thing, protests, blah, blah, blah. And then within a few years, guess what? People are shaking hands, hugging, and pretending like nothing ever fucking happened. So we're going to get back there eventually. The difference is, with social media and connectivity as it is, we're just constantly reminded of what just happened because we're always, always, always being hit with information. So my long-winded way of saying, I agree with you, Joe, uh, and also me trying to cover our ass by saying all those other things. <laughs> Nicely played. Um, I don't know if it's appropriate to play my theme song during this episode. What do you think, Art? Oh, of course it is! Ah! <laughs> ah! ah! Lex load. BBJ, BBJ, BBJ. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. So I was looking up some news um, about uh, COVID, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) uh, This was uh, from the Canadian press, uh, Ontario. 
is considering expanding COVID-19 booster shots to all adults amid a seventh wave. Yes, folks, that is seventh wave we are all hoping that it's going to end in just a, just a couple of years, but you know, you know, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Where's your cape now, Trudeau? <laughs> also, uh, there is a COVID-19 sub-variant that is extremely contagious that is infecting fully vaccinated and boosted people. I, I... I love the fact that they're like, oh, this is dot n dot a one, you know, and I'm just like, oh, they're, yeah, they're, dude, they're breaking out the fucking Dewey Decimal System for this shit now. Just give like hurricane names, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, <laughs> you know? Sally, Roger. This is Thomas. <laughs> this is the Thomas strain, you yeah, know. Right. I mean? This is the the Miguel strain. <laughs> Why does it have to be so difficult? Like, I mean, it's just like you know, just say. Just say it's COVID, that it doesn't, you know, and I get that each one, you know, you know, each one is a little bit different, but you know what? It affects people differently too. Some people are asymptomatic, some drop dead. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it, it, it's like, it's, it's different. Just, just give it a generic name that like people will actually remember because no one's going to, to, to remember this shit. I mean, it, it's the same thing with my, you know, you know, with the meds we take, it's like, you know, I, I don't know the, the actual, you know, molecular compounds and like the shit and everything else. I, I just call it what it is, like, whether it be Xanax or, well, I guess I don't have to tell people like that, but it's, it's <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but it's, it's shit, what you want. <laughs> but it's, here you go are you off your fucking meds or something <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it just it's it's yeah it's like you know just be look it's going to get well i don't know if, if i would say it's going You're gonna to say it's going to get worse before it gets better i was gonna say it's going to get worse before it gets better and you know what with over a million dead in this country alone that's pretty damn bad as is so i mean it's um especially since we appear to be you know, with people being vaxxed and boosted and, and such, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the kind of person who, if I require a booster shot once a year, that's fine because, you know, I, I get like a flu shot each year. So if I have to get a booster shot each year, that's fine, but I'm not going to get a booster for, for every str different strain and shit, because that's dude, our, our, this entire thing is just bonkers. Even two plus years later, it's still bonkers. And the only thing that's less nutty is my Lord. And that's all I have to say. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Ah, oh, yeah. I'm really dropping. Lex load. Oh, yeah. And it occurs to me that that the nutty joke would would make more sense if i was talking about he's taking a shit rather than dropping a load so i'm sorry about that <laughs> i'll give that to you <laughs> and just because i have no common sense of timing uh we started on a uh light then went to a heavy then went to a light note i'm gonna bring it back heavy again just to let you know that according to world o meter which has been tracking this since the very beginning. And I've been, I haven't checked this website in a while, 
but I was reading about it every day during the beginning of the pandemic. Universal, uh, sorry, global corona cases have reached 558 million cases. Uh, so, and that totals out to about 6.3 million deaths worldwide. Ever since. And that's, and, 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 and folks, we really try hard not to talk, you know, any hot button issues on this podcast and, and, and whatnot, because, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that I like everybody for the most part, I don't want to uh, offend people, but there are such garbage people in the world who are trying to, you know, like I mentioned green a little mm-hmm. while ago who are trying to pretend like this stuff's not serious and such, you know, that, you know, you don't have to be vaxxed and everything else. The, these people were either evil, crazy, or just morons. And I sincerely hope they're just morons because that I can forgive because it is like you, you are doing yourself the ultimate disservice by not, by not being careful, not getting yourself vax boost whatever you 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 need to because i like you art like well well i guess art likes you no, you know, you know okay. anyone who listens to 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 this podcast as far as i i'm concerned you were all right in my book and i want you to continue to be out there listening to to this podcast so please don't listen to the morons out there take care of yourself and your family agreed remember One million people died in this country because of that. And uh, if any of this has really pissed you off or incited you in any way and you don't feel like listening anymore, that's cool. Uh, We appreciate your clicks and your listen. Thank you. We've already got that credit in the bank. So what are you going to do now? Uh, What I'd say is tune in next time to see what else we're going to talk about that might piss you off. And if you really, really, really want to let us know how you feel, you can hit me up at pixiestickwang at gmail.com. All of you motherfuckers who are listening have not sent me an email in a long time, and I'm really angry about it. But that's enough of that. So, uh, you know, um, yeah. And if you're going to dox somebody, please dox Art. And please dox Lex. Uh, You can find him on Facebook, anywhere else you find uh, weirdos and bad people. Uh, Let's see here. So, you probably want to know a little bit more about uh, this show. Well, I'll get to that soon enough. Remember, leave a rating and a review. If you love the show, tell a friend. If you hated the show, don't do any of those things. But you know what? You should tell a friend that they should listen to these two assholes and can you believe what they say. You can find us on Patreon. Give us some of your hard-to-earn money so we don't have to work so hard to earn ours at patreon.com forward slash That was disappointing. One dollar a month. It's just like feeding those poor kids in other countries. A dollar a month will get you membership into the disappointed and a bunch of other shit. And it will make us uh, able to buy our wives flowers for for, um, Mother's Day and for Valentine's Day. Not Valentine's Day. We talked about that last episode. Okay, not Valentine's Day. Then uh, for Steak and a BJ Day. And you can find us also at thatwasdisappointing.com. That will just, I guess, point you where else to listen to this, even though you're already doing it. So one day we'll have some fun content on there for you. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. PixieStickWang at gmail.com. You know what? In case any of you out there are dense, I'll spell it for you. P-I-X-I-E-W-A. Nope. 
I okay, Jesus Christ, I've been drinking. P I X I E S T I C K W A N G at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Uh, I guess you could also send an email too. That was disappointing ourselves, but yeah, no, Pixie Stickwang. Joe, do you have anything else? I I am going to email you immediately. Thank you. I appreciate it. Until then, we'll see you next time. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. To cheer, but come by with you. I used to think you first seen me. I saw you. And you're coming again. 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 It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. It's all fake news. China.